Adjust it. It don't matter how much I adjust it, it don't work properly. It, it just doesn't. Come forward. Oh no! What? Oh my god. Have you adjusted your levels by accident? No. No, it's it's the microphone again. Need to bring your levels up because I'm also going to bring mine up so I don't have to get so close to the microphone anymore. Yeah, nothing quite beats having to fire out a a long story whilst having to stuff a microphone directly into your food hole. Yeah, see, this is the problem. Um, also, I, oh, I can hear myself. I'm so snotty. Proper nasally. Um, peak snotty right if now. If I just put my fingers up my nose, this is bad. Don't bad do that, Because no. my sinuses are like concrete. Honestly, I, I'm not even going to try and... I'm not even going to try and edit out the sniffles. Uh, it's not even worth it. Well, it is com- It is currently Spooktober, so... Ooh, it sounds spooky. Nothing spookier than, you know... Sickness. Yeah. <laughs> und- und- <laughs> very much undermining the deadliness of a, of a virus, you know. Of a virus. It's yeah. not on the nose at all. No, not at all. You know, not after well, a global pandemic. Well, it's actually in your nose. No, it's in my whole body at this point. Oh, uh, you're riddled. I um well see, if I was if thing. I was to make a small incision somewhere you would it would just be <laughs> germs. tiny drums um but it's it's funny because like I woke up this, I took half a day today because I was miserable this morning I got basically no sleep last night because mm-hmm. every time I fell asleep felt like I was suffocating so I was like <laughs> I can't do this um so I'm I not waking up in the night I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> Just death. <laughs> the need for death to come faster. Thank you. Yeah, I just think I smoked for all those years. Smother a pillow over your own face. Doesn't quite have the same dramatic effect. No, don't smoke, kids. Just putting it out there. Don't smoke. Well, I, I think you catching germs. I don't think that was... Oh, yeah. That's I don't know why that's... Yeah, I didn't catch germs from Well, I, su- I suppose it weakens your immune system and your lungs and everything else. It just weakens your entire being, I think. I think is what it does. Although, if you now try and try and force a low voice, like a husk, because we're all gravelly at the moment. Oh, okay. Hang on. Um, I have the perfect song for this. Left a good job down in the city, <laughs> working for the man every night and day. But also Ooh, look sound- at those levels. But it also but look- I never <laughs> lost a minute of sleep. If your face says you're trying to squeeze out a rock hard turd. <laughs> Big wheels keep on turning. And you're slightly terrified you can feel it moving. Proud Mary keep on burning. We're rolling. Rolling. There we go. Roll. That's all I wanted. That's literally all I fucking wanted. Why does that? Why do the levels look so different because, when I was singing? Because the frequency of your voice. I can't it'll, wait. It'll be. Cannot wait to listen to that one back. Um. Yes. Uh. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to. Depending on your time zone. Okay. Hello, everyone. And when you. It's listening. evening for us. Actually, no. Let's <laughs> go, everyone else. Good evening. GMT, motherfucker. Yeah. GMT. Uh, welcome to 
tonight's instalment of uh I could hear it in your voice as soon as you said it you were stalling you were stalling for your brain the little monkey he's clapping away and he stopped and looked back at you in the mirror he did and he stopped pointed to the and bit of paper back at that me. said insert plot here yeah that's it oh yeah thank you and then um, started clapping again welcome to tonight's instalment of insert plot here i am your uh, one half of your host matt <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the other half of your host, Jake. And I don't feel like Matt's a full half at the moment. No, <laughs> you, I'm probably. You're really channeling the vibes. You're about two thirds of a half. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right there. Actually, um, I've had to turn the volume up on my channel. Just, I feel like Phoebe. Stick issues. Why you stick on me? <laughs> a nice little Friends reference there for anyone who hasn't watched Friends. Okay, I need to I need to sort my life out. So if I turn my levels down slightly, get a little bit closer, things get a little bit easier. You don't have to listen to me breathe all the time. But yes, welcome to Insert Plot Here, where we talk about shit for God knows how many sometimes, hours. Sometimes half of one hour, sometimes close to one hour. Depends on how carried away we get. Or sidetracked, mostly the second. Mostly sidetracked, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping... Well, I think maybe... Sorry, forgot how to breathe there. You do that a lot. Yeah, I know. It's, it's worrying. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping there won't be much sidetracking tonight because um, I'm, I was tasked with creating the plot this week and it is terrible. Just going to put it out there. Yeah, it's but really, if there's really enough bad. sidetracking, it will pad out the middle. Well, I've designed it around a film that has a lot of potential sidetracking. So, this okay. is all, you know, no spoilers, but it could be quite interesting. Um, but before that, before we get to the absolute shit show, um, Jake has prepared from his list on his phone of all of the um, all of the quotes that we're able to do for the podcast. Um, he has prepared one for this evening. I have got a tasty one. But before, I have story time. Because oh, no. I heard... I overheard a conversation at a particular pet store. Pet is, store? A particular pet store. For which pet do you have? Oh, I was picking up nutrient powder for uh, for the Gek. Oh, okay. Because he's low on vitamin E, bless him. So he needs a little top up. Honestly, he's he's, he's a, a wonder he's he's a wonderful little gecko he's a but soul. he is deficient on pretty much everything at this point pretty much <laughs> it's, like, it's always this... like uh can you do this for me or can you uh do this or because i have to take wade to the vet or i had to pay a load of money for wade today at the vet blah 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 like this poor gecko not yes. only is he bleeding you dry emotionally but also financially yes but he's cute he's cute it was, I mean, this all stems from when he was about one or two and discovered that he could rub his bits on everything and then ever since just gets infections really easily. Oh. But we think we've solved it. How have you solved it? What's What, what was... A, what's Slam a load of vitamin E in there. Oh, okay. So Apparently, he's just... Yeah, it's just a, it's a leopard gecko thing. It oh. can happen. Okay. Interesting. We just got the expensive one. Uh, okay. Not yeah. initially, ju- just in terms mm. of the rest of his life. Yeah, I mean, he's already outlived what outdoor wild geckos would have. Oh, so, that's interesting. I didn't know, you know there were what well, well, obviously there were what there's wild. Yeah, they're um from uh <coughs> sort of Pakistan, India kind of region. Oh, that's interesting. So he's he's already su- surpassed his natural lifespan, so he's doing good. Well, that's good. But don't they live to like 12, 13 years in captivity anyway? Yeah, yeah. That's why I said he's wild. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. he's like 4 or 5 now. 
Oh, awesome. Okay. Uh, so I'd I'd gone to go and pick up this this powder. Yeah. And the guy at the desk is the the usual guy that's in there. Very very chirpy, very helpful chap. Usually stops and has a chat. And um, whilst I was being served, there was a particular gentleman walking around mumbling and grumbling to himself. Could have sworn he was in his pajamas, but we'll we'll surpass that. I'm just going to put it out there. This isn't a poorly written plot. This is no, a genuine no. This story. was this was a genuine interaction that you know one of those moments where you. You think you hear something and you you say to yourself, surely not, and then it registers and then it's confirmed and then you wonder what the hell is wrong with people. So this guy's mumbling and grumbling in the background looking for stuff. I'm asking this guy if he's got my order and he, off, off he goes and he catches this mumbly, grumbly gentleman on the way past. Um, so the guy asks him a question and the, the guy working in the pet store kind of looks really perplexed answers him, and carries on his way. So I'm standing there waiting for this to register in the back of my head what I truly heard. So as he returned, I asked the guy that worked that worked there, did that man just ask you if you sold mouse traps? Okay. I mean, it's an interesting concept, because obviously if he's got a snake, then... No, 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 as in, like, he has a mouse problem and he's after mouse traps. You're in the wrong shop, my dude. You're in the... So the guy that was working there, and this is what confirms it, just said straight up to him, sorry, we only sell products to help with the welfare of our pets, not to exterminate them. You might want to try being cute. And then just stood there awkwardly looking at him. (laughs) No. Yeah, you're in the wrong shop, my dude. Someone Sorry about that. Someone went to a pet store and asked for mousetraps. That is ridiculous. I, You know, when it's... But the thing is, I said to the, the guy that worked in this, like, did, did he seriously just ask that? And deadpan, without even batting an eyelid, just went, it happens more than you think. Oh, that's really <laughs> sad. That's really sad, not only for the welfare said, of these mouses. Uh, Ma- mouses? Oh, my mice. God. My brain today. <laughs> mouses. So smooth. So yeah, he said people just see the pictures of the animals in the window and go, hmm, yeah, they'll sell, they'll sell pest extermination stuff. Oh no, I bet that also happens with stuff like rat poison as well. We know how yeah. I feel, like, I like all animals, but I have a special place in my heart for... Little rat boys. Little rodents. Like, all rodents, actually. Redentus ratius yeah. is the uh, Latin term. Rats, mice... Um, chinchillas. Chinchillas, love a chinchilla. Ah, oh. And the king of all rodents, a ferret, or... Are they rodents? I think, though, because they're just like rats, but I thought they were marsupial Or maybe they are marsupials, I don't know. Or are rats marsupial? Oh, interesting Uh, question. They don't have a pouch, though, do they? Do koalas have a pouch? Yeah. Do they? I need to know. I thought that was the definition of marsupial. Entry one of two. Any of the order marsupilia... Of mammals comprising of kangaroos, wombats, bandicoots, opossums, and related animals do not develop a true placenta. And they uh, usually have a pouch on the abdomen. Yes. Bandicoots have pouches. I didn't know bandicoots were real. Well, they're orange and they walk around on two feet and they usually have a mask on that goes... <laughs> See, that's where I thought I, I didn't know that they No, were I knew real. it was a real animal. I just never oh. What does a bandicoot look like? A real life bandicoot. Mm. Oh, that is not... That's oh. like one of those desert mice that we silly string because they have to retain all of their moisture. Oh, interesting. That's, anyway, that's... we need to we need to get back to the topic um, of tonight's episode, which is you've prepared a 
quote for us, have you not? I have, but my brain is also now broken of what a bandicoot actually looks like. I mean, the face is similar, but the rest of the body... Well, I suppose... It's not the one. Doesn't wear denim no. and sneakers. And he famously loved a good trainer. And apples? We distinguished they were apples, mangoes. didn't we? Were they mangoes? I don't know. But were, let's not <laughs> open that door, right? They were some weird... F- All right. This isn't a retro gaming podcast, although maybe it could be one day. No, I want to play Crash. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yes, you've prepared a, you've I prepared a quote for us I've today. Gone, I've gone back to classic because you're sick and I don't want that it was smooth too little much brain. Effort. If it gets any tauter on the surface, it might pop. Yeah, and we don't want that. No. We don't want that at all. So back to basics. Nice, easy one for me tonight, please. Nice and easy one. The quote is, nut up or shut up? No. No. (laughs) No. But it's Spooktober. There you go. It's in the Halloween category. Right, okay. So it's a horror film. It's in the the generic... It's a scream? In the... No, in the marsupilia of... Of the, the so genus of the species so it's this within horror. Film, this horror film does not have a placenta. No. Okay. How scary is it? Um, I would say as closer on the side of comedy. comedy. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, scary movie? No. Oh, I feel like I Newer. can see. I feel like I can see who says this. Not up or shut up. I don't understand that. What What's the context of the quote? Is that a question uh, I'm allowed to ask? It, I mean, it, it, I feel like that's not a question I'm allowed to ask. That would describe the scene and it would be a bit... Mm, yeah. There's some key giveaways. Yeah. I feel like they're hiding from something. I would say, actually, that the fact that that is what is said kind of airs more... It, it kind of gives you more of a context of... What? Why would you even do that? Okay. Right. Um, who's in the film? Uh... If I tell you, you might know. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's a well-recognised cast. Oh, okay. Right. A-list cast horror comedy. Mm-hmm. It's not Scream. No, more modern. Or scary movie. Well, there's oh. so many of the Scream films. They're up to five now. Well, are, are, are they still making them? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay. The Babadook. That's not... I mean, oh, no, that, that shouldn't really have been spooky. funny. It shouldn't it wasn't have been funny. funny. It was the last ten minutes that were funny. That ruined the whole film. No, that wasn't the one. That wasn't the one you're talking about. It That's was. not the one you think. Because I watched the Babadook recently, and it was terrifying at the end. The one that was funny was where you had um, Tony Collette running across the roof, and that was. Oh, I can't. No, let's not get into the realm of like names of horror films again because we got stuck there last week <laughs> with uh, Insidious and The Conjuring. They recycled the actors. <laughs> yes. And kind of some of the plot, I feel. They're yeah. very much merged together. Mm. Anyway, horror comedy. Mm-hmm. 2009. 2009 horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Where is it set? America. Helpful. Uh, lots of different states because they move across... Oh, traveling horror film mm-hmm. cast thing. Okay. One of the characters is actually named after a state or a county or an area. Dakota. That's a state. I don't know whether the one I'm referring to is. My geography, as we know. Oh, is terrible. Absolutely horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. 
Um, we okay. should have that as a, a special feature on one episode where we film it of me drawing a map of the world and trying to name as much as we can and yeah. then overlaying it because that when would we... content. <laughs> oh, sorry, very, very sleepy. Um, when we eventually kick off the video podcast, then we can do that. But until that time, we can't. You mean, um, a, you mean a VOD? Vodcast. No. Video on demand cast. I'm no. merging words. I don't know. Why, I don't... why, why, why are you doing this? Because I'm a marketing specialist. That's why. You're definitely <laughs> not a marketing specialist. Um, okay, right. This film, I don't know. You've not given me anything that kind of narrows it down. Uh, okay, so I'll give you... I'm sick. It's one of my favourite horror kind of tropes. Yeah, that's... Oh, God. Uh, No, see, that doesn't really help either. I need more information. Oh, zombies. Oh, Zombieland. There we go. Done. (laughs) Easy. Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) Done easy. Jesse Eisenberg. Woody Harrison. Yeah. Abigail Breesling. Emma Stone. Bill Murray makes an appearance. Oh, yes. So he does. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he slams it with the baseball bat and he's like, you got to nut up or shut up. And Jesse's character's like, what, what, what are you on about? <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. Oh, yeah, I remember it now. Ah, oh, fond memories. Fond memories. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, the brain fog is real this evening. Yeah, so I thought I'd start you off on Spooktober real light. nice and easy. Hopefully, the end of Spooktober is our first guest. I'm still trying to wear her down, but she's still going, mm, I don't want to do it. I've got lots of opinions about how you do it, but I don't want to actually do it. No, but all of her opinions about how we do this are right. Like, literally, every single time she said something, I'm like, yes, you're totally right. That's fine. And then we carry on doing whatever we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh, don't say anything bad about her, because she listens to this podcast, and she will beat you up next time she sees you. (laughs) I mean, not good about that bit. (laughs) Yeah. Emma, I've got your back, bro. Um, Okay, so, yeah. That was uh, that was cool. I like that. We didn't do the jingle. That was um, maybe we can. What was in post? We can just put like a <laughs> and then. Oh god, that's like, a good idea. I need to do that for next week. I think October. Or we could just clip that what I just did, overlay it, and then put it back at the start of the bit. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll just include that in next week's. Because okay. I feel like with now we're in October because the film that I picked is also has kind of like a scary element to it as well. It's not a horror, but maybe we should diverge slightly and for the month of a holiday, Spookies. we should do the spoops. Spooktober. I like this. Yeah. And then in December we do Christmas movies. Okay, I'm good for that. And then Easter we do Jesus also... movies. Uh-oh. Movies about Jesus. That's Passion of the Christ and that's it. No. Actually, movies about any time around the era of Jesus. So anything based 2,000 years ago. Ish. Give or take 22 years. I mean, we we could be super diverse and just go for films to do with any religious context. Oh my God. Any, yes, any including documentaries. Oh no, it's too far. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on Imagine to... the sci-fi Jesus film. That would be it. That I would spend money to go and see at Cineworld. Uh, which is our sponsor for tonight <laughs> exclusively Cineworld we're not allowed you're not allowed to do that anymore you're not allowed to do like smooth segues into that could be subliminal not subliminal but like not seen as an ad not that we've got any advertising on this podcast say, I'm just going to put that most... out there don't worry it's not good enough for advertising revenue currently especially not tonight because uh, this is fucking awful yeah but I tell you what it'd be good ad revenue for like strepsils 
Or Nurofen. I love a good strapsol. You know, it's coming up to cold and flu season. It's coming up to cold and flu season. Orange juice, which is a fallacy because there's other things with a high dose of vitamin C and it's not that will actually help you with fighting off a cold anyway. But no, anyway. it just tastes good. But those strepsils, strawberry sugar-free strepsils, are the most awful thing I've ever put in my mouth. Are you going to try bought one? a big box as well. It was the only box Tesco had. What? Like a kilo of them. There's three trees of no, no, strepsils. But, but the thing is with strepsils is they don't... You know. Oh, and you you started from the bottom tray. That's upsetting. I'm sorry. That says a lot about your character. What, nearly started dead, from hopefully. the bottom. <laughs> started from the bottom, now we're here. Started, started from, from the bottom, bottom. now hold down, and we can't stop. They're, they're just strawberry flavoured, yeah? And we won't. Yeah, but like, the first time I put one of them in my mouth, I was like, that tastes like celery. I mean, you must I can hear you eat that, <laughs> so please can you get you away must, from the microphone. You must have had some really tasty celery. Because that doesn't taste like celery. Celery tastes like ass. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, let's move on to the second... You can't taste anything at the moment anyway. I can taste stuff at the moment. Oh, it's not quite strawberry though. No, it's not. I told you this. You know when you get the strawberry and like... No watermelon flavour that's nowhere near watermelon. Yeah. It's Mm. like fake banana. Which is actually based on actual banana. Original bananas. Mm. Yeah, I remember you Mm. told me. So let's move on to the second segment of tonight's podcast while Jake eats that strepsil, mm. which is the poorly written plot. So tonight ba, ba, it's... Ba, 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 um, tonight is my plot. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Because I'm so sick. So sad. Yeah. Um, oh, that was magnificent. You're welcome. Um, mm. So, yes, uh, this is the shit plot, and I feel like you're going to get it maybe after three paragraphs, but, you know, it's... Well, uh, I mean, it's no... Um, it's no take on last week's where it was. I didn't even get through the first three sentences oh, because yeah. dance. <laughs> but it was, but it was very, it was very well written. Yeah, it was entertaining. Right? It was good. It was. Good. I would have preferred my version. No, that's not Whereas true. this is, so this this plot is a steaming turd, mm-hmm. but it's because my brain's not working properly. So that's kind of oh, I forgot to send an email before I left work. Bugger. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna have to wait till tomorrow. Anyway, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why our stories focus so much on tragedy, but this week's plot is no different. We're talking this time about a family on the brink of collapse, just as the town around them does the same. They need to leave. There's not much food or water or resources in general left, and it's time to find a new home. The dad is an important man of power who's been helping come up with a plan to get out and find greener pastures on a nearby island. But, to be fair, the rest of the rest, the rest of the family are pretty smart too. A group of mathematicians, doctors and scientists, etc. I think I got it. They've all been learning for a while. I told you, you get it after the third paragraph. Our story starts in preparation for their journey. They're loading up the van and they're getting ready to go. Mm. They're going to an island in a van. Just let me, <laughs> let me get there, right? Shut up. This I have made I have made this whole it, make, okay, it all okay, makes okay, sense okay, shortly. Okay. They're loading up the van and getting ready to go, and they get the help of a family friend who knows how to drive. They know roughly what direction they're going, but not much more than that. Dad has developed some new technology to guide them to this island, and once they're there, they will use what they know to construct a bridge that others can use to get to greener pastures. Okay. Everything's going according to plan. Everyone's a little bit sad about leaving, but excited to go on this new adventure. Mm-hmm. They pile into the van, make sure everyone's secure, everyone's got their seatbelts on, 
and they mm-hmm. set off on their road trip. Catastrophe occurs when we find a stowaway. Mm. Mm. Yes. In a very small van. In a very small. No, it's not a small <laughs> van. It's like a. It's like a. It's like an eighteen wheeler. It's, it's a like, U-Haul. No, it's like a tre. Like a. Um, when you go to like concerts and stuff, it's what. It's a tour bus. It's a tour bus. That's the one. Thank you. You can get stowaways on a tour bus. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Um, throughout our packing process, we learn that there's two sides to every story. Although we don't understand why there's a bad guy in this situation. Mm. Maybe money? I don't know, actually. Can't remember. <laughs> it's been a long time since I watched this film. All we do know is this bad guy seems formidable. Mm-hmm. Just as our family are about to set off on their journey, our stowaway sabotages the van, destroying the steering wheel and setting the car radio off against the family. Rude. I know. They nearly die. Shock horror. There's death, nearly. Not knowing what to do and heading off in very much the wrong direction, our family plus bad guy find themselves heading directly for the ocean. After a lot of talking and a lot of bad ideas, there's only one thing left to do. Push the big red button. Mm. Now, without giving too much away, this big, this big red button shouldn't be used unless the bridge has already been built. To use it without the bridge could kill everyone, but I guess when faced with certain deaths, slightly better odds are always favourable. Okay. Blink and you'll miss it. The next time we see our heroes, they're hurtling towards an unknown island in the middle of the ocean. In their van? Yeah, it's going that fast. Oh my god! They like sk- Jesus on water. They skip in stone. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, it's actually quite funny when you watch a film. It's like this van just like hurtling across water. Blink and you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. The next time we see our heroes, heroes, they're hurtling towards an unknown island in the middle of the ocean. It looks like it's been previously undiscovered, although maybe not. Docked to the island is a ship. Seemingly abandoned. Mm. Our team take to the ship in the faint hope they find supplies, or more importantly, food and water. Instead, when they explore the ship, they find a shit ton of bugs. Sounds okay, right? Bugs on an island. That's the no, worst. Bugs on the ship. Oh, they managed to get to a ship on a bus. Yeah. You mean a ferry? No. Uh, our team take to the ship in the faint hope they find supplies, or more importantly, food and water. Instead, when they explore, they find a shit ton of bugs. Hmm. Sounds okay, right? Not these bugs. They run really fast. Mm. But not before our stowaway is bitten. Back in the van, they can find the stowaway to the boot and passing food and water through the ski hatch. As time goes by, they build a camp and begin to formulate a plan to get the van back to driving condition. Um, but first, they have to try and find out where they are. To no avail. As this is happening, the youngest of our family begins talking to the stowaway and showing him a Roomba he's managed to build from parts of the stranded ship. It's not a dog? They no. don't have a dog on the bus with them? No, they don't have a dog on the bus, actually. There's not enough room on the bus. The stowaway managed to talk round the youngest child and they plan to leave the car and go exploring, whilst everyone else is, distri- is distracted. Mm. Whilst they're exploring, they come across another camp that looks mysteriously like the one our family have built. It looks like there's one person there, John, we'll call him, has been trying to find a way off the island since he was stranded there 20 years ago. Hidden in the showers. Showers? Showers? Hidden in the shadows. A scary half-bug, half-man emerges telling the story of their crash on this island. Gross. It all sounds very familiar. Then everything happens all at once. Like that new film that's coming out. I was going to say, that sounds Mm. like that film that's coming out. Coming out? It's been out for ages. Oh, apparently it's very good. It's very good. I cried a lot. Um, The family come looking for the boy. 
the bugs start to attack and we realise John and his companion are actually the boy and the stowaway. That's right, all of this has happened before. The bug bite causes the stowaway to change into one of them. He begins to attack. The worst bugs. The worst bugs. During the battle, John tells the family of his plan to go back in time and stop the family from making this journey in the first place. Back in time for him, at least. He's already worked out the plan, but again, now things have to change. The family and John band together to kill the stowaways, and in the battle, the camp starts to fall apart. John dies in the fallout as the family narrow escape. No, not John! We only knew his name two paragraphs ago. So, oh. John dies in the fallout as the family narrow escape, narrowly escape the bugs and the explosions. They set off once again in the van and hit the big red button in the hopes to one day find their new island. On a bus. On a bus. On a ferry. You know that you know that amphibious vehicles do exist, right? Yeah. You know that that's a thing. But We've not, had them not, for like a hundred years. Not tour bus. No, yeah, tour bus. Mate, have you seen some of those amphibious vehicles on the tim on the Thames? They are huge. What tour bus says? Uh, you yeah, because you can fit like 30, 40 people on them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I know you can get some tour buses that have like a little boat hiding underneath it, or just like no, they're RVs. Oh, I should have gone with RV. That's gonna say that makes more sense. An RV then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an RV. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Oh God, you, you, I'm, I'm surprised through. I managed to get through. I'm surprised I managed to get through that. To be fair, especially with all your, your idiotic and stupid introdu- in, interruptions. Honestly, <laughs> if you weren't sitting like three feet away from me, I'd have punched you. <laughs> Yeah, but you did try to cough at me once. <laughs> oh, it will happen. You're going to go away from here and incubus a viral plague. Don't worry. Don't worry. Right, okay. We don't, we don't say the P word. <laughs> what, plague? <laughs> plague begins with a P, not B. I said P. Oh. It's because you got the headphones on. Well, no. I have... If anything, this makes it clearer to me. Oh, because the mic's right. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in your head. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like it. No, that was that was a good one. Although I'm disappointed that it's not a dog. It's not a dog because, because we know that all dogs are robots. No, no, it was pet. Pet. Okay. Because that's what Emma said. She was like, "You can't call it a dog," because then what if there's actually a dog? Yeah, that's the throw that, off. Because yeah. <laughs> um, at some point, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, be a real doggo. it's a big robot. Um, big old robot, absolute classic. One of the, I think, because in regards to sci-fi films, this would, I would say, is tailored more towards a younger audience. Yeah. And yet still maintains quite a horrifying baddie as a concept. The film does. So this is Uh, what I wanted to talk about, because the film story is the different story. mm. It's not the original story. It originated as a TV show, which again is different to the later TV show. Yeah, because Netflix redid it, didn't they? Yeah. The Netflix TV show I actually really enjoyed, hmm. um, but it's there are aspects of the film that are more like the original one, and then basically the new Netflix show has just thrown everything out the window from the film and gone a little bit more towards... It's all very, very confusing, but... It's like when DC redoes a redo. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, kind of, kind of. I mean, I think with a story like Lost in Space, you can... That was the film, by the way. Yeah, no, I um, Yeah, well, no, I'm not <laughs> just telling everyone else. Um, 
with a story like Lost in Space, there's so many different ways you can take it. Um, just because the concept of the story is quite broad, you mm. know, like the Netflix show took it in a completely different direction whilst also maintaining all of the different characters, um, centered around a family with a robot. It just happens that the robot came from somewhere completely different. Mm. There was, you know, no bugs or anything like that. But then there are specific parts of the story which ring true across all three iterations. Yeah. So it's very interesting to... Especially watch the last two. Yeah, kind of. But then... I still don't really know. Because that film really know. gripped me as a kid. Because you know when you have those memories like unlock in the back of your brain? Yeah. Like from Stray when it's like, oh, I now remember things. I remember having the action figures for this film. I remember having... Because a... they had the little sleeping pod. The, little, yeah. the pod that they, they go in stasis for. You had the little spy of the bugs. You had Gary Oldman, with who which I share a haircut with in this film. Um, and then... Not in this film, though. It's not Gary no, Oldman also, in this film. It's Gary Oldman. No, it is Gary Oldman in no, this film. No, he also has a dodgy haircut in this film, though. No, he doesn't. He has a buzz cut in this film. Does he? The dodgy haircut is from The Fifth Element. It is from The Fifth Oh, no, I thought he had a dodgy haircut in this one as no, well. No, he's got a buzz cut. Uh, yeah. And, of course, Matt LeBlanc as someone other than Joey. Matt LeBlanc, as I think it's the only thing I've seen him in that's not... Not Friends. Friends. Hmm. I genuinely think I genuinely think that's true. Should we IMDB it because I'm now curious to see. I think what he's else. only been on two things. Do you reckon he's done any voice acting? Probably. He was on Top Gear for he presented oh, Top Gear God, for a while. Yeah, he was on the new Top Gear when they got rid of the original trio. Hmm. Is he still on Top Gear? No, no, he went. Oh, because that was um. Oh, who's that knobhead from? Is it Radio Two? No, no idea. Uh, I need to sneeze. Do I? <laughs> oh, we'll see. I'm scared. <laughs> um. Oh, he was a radio presenter. He's a fellow ginger. Oh, you should know. Chris Evans. Yeah. That's yeah, because he was married to Billy Piper. Still don't know how that one happened. What? Yep. Exactly. G- mm. Still don't know how that one happened, but you know that's that's odd. We'll discuss that offline. That's um, an odd one. Ah, here we go. Filmography known for Lost in Space. Yes. Episodes. No. There was a Joe off. Uh, a Joe off. <laughs> oh my god. Joey spin off. Oh yeah, there was yeah that no one ever watched. CBS Man with a Plan. No. Lovesick. Web Therapy, which also had Lisa Kudrow in it. Lisa Kudrow has been in more stuff than Matt LeBlanc has. She was in... Um, Easy A. Easy A, that's the one. That's yep. the therapist. Apparently he was in Charlie's Angels. Oh, he was in Charlie's Angels, yes. All the Queen's Men? No. Bon Jovi something, something, something or other. We don't need to delve into that anymore. There's a film called Ed that looks like it's a chimp that plays baseball. No. That's very 90s. Yep. Potentially problematic nowadays as well. Well, that's the same kind of era as like Dunstan checks in. Um, what was the other film with the? Because that was an orangutan, wasn't it? I don't know. You've never seen Dunstan checks in? No, I kind of the I I stayed away from films around animals. 
I don't know why, but it was just like Beethoven was pretty much... There's a moment where he gives a sensual back rub to a woman and she thinks it's a masseuse and it's actually an orangutan. It's Dunstan. It's it's wild. I don't... That doesn't appeal to me. Because it's just... It's stupid, but it's such a magical film. Uh, mm. It kind of fits in that. There's a lot of films on here that either look like films or series that are borderline porn. Oh, really? Oh, no. Red that... Shoe Diaries. No, no, please don't taint Jerry for me. Let's leave it there. Well, Let's leave it know. there. I don't know whether that's actually him on the, back on the to, cover. Back to Lost in Space. Need to get you headphones, I think, to keep your attention. What? <laughs> back to the podcast. I am back to the podcast. I'm listening. <laughs> back to Lost in Space, sorry. Um, yes. Yeah, because I just remember the fact that they were put in fridges, and then the fridges went up. And they looked out over the living room or the bridge or whatever. And I was like, what's the purpose of that? Why do they have to go up? Because, like, it's because, this is literally just a capsule. It's like, they move. Because this is the thing. In the in the film, their mm. purpose was to go get in the Jupiter, go to Alpha Prime. And then there were people already on Alpha Prime. And they were going to build the other... There? how Jupiter was supposed to get there, which was sublight travel. Hmm. That's why they had to go into stasis because it was going to take them it was gonna go for years long and years. Time. Yeah, exactly. But Oh, and something about Tom Petty, but it kind of goes down a rabbit hole from there. Yeah, you need to get your ADHD checked out. There's no H, just, I told you this. Just, it's just AD and D. <laughs> okay. Because um, it was like, you go in your stasis pods and when you wake up, you'll be there. We have travelled sublight speeds and it would have taken hundreds of years. Hmm. Um, but it's literally a capsule to get from A to B. So why did it need the whole fancy design and all that jazz? Whereas in the TV series, the Netflix series, the ship that they're in was going to be their home when they got to Alpha Prime. They were going to... The, the it's reason it's like called... those flat-packed German houses. It yeah, just yeah, arrives yeah. and then... A half house. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like in the TV... Sh- in the Netflix show, there's like 15... Well, I think actually I think there's like nearly 50 Jupiters and each one becomes a house when you get to Alpha Prime. Um, but yeah, it's... The the big thing I have with that trope of sci-fi of we're going to go on a long distance and we're going to stick you in stasis and you're going to go scout ahead. Everyone on Earth has died by then. Yeah. Cause Everyone the, on Earth has died. Because they arrive and they're just, you know, oh, I've got to wake up do my yoga stretches, get my magic yellow injection in my spine to wake up my body because I might have a bit of cramp from sleeping for a year. Um, you never see them... like They go in these magical little like snow white beds and they all tuck up and they... Like, where does the food go in? Where does the poop come out? Like, But that's the whole thing of stasis. What you're doing is you're, you slow down your body's metabolism to the point where you're basically dead. Uh, okay, so so like your body coma. literally just doesn't... Yeah, but if you kind of drip feed it, it would last longer, right? Well, but you don't need feeding because your metabolism is slow. Especially if you, if it's the kind of if it's the kind of stasis where they're freezing you. Mm. Oh, that's different. <coughs> there it is. Yeah, because, you know, yeah, that's, you, that, they're that... effectively killing you. Well, for you, a very short period of time. Yeah, you're almost yeah. in a comb. But it's that sort of, you know, go forth and discover and find us a new home because we're our civilization and planet's on the brink. And they arrive, they get out of their thing, they have their, you know, their magic 
injection. They do a couple of stretches. They have their machine-generated magic coffee brew. And, uh, yeah, let's get to work. It's saving humanity. Two generations back home, they're dead. Like, yeah. The problem that they'd left to fix has already wiped them out. Well, no, but not where everyone least, back on Earth at least Earth something is. like passengers, they've got them all with them. Yeah, but we don't know what the state of Earth is when... You know, you don't know what's going to happen in that. That's one of the risks you yeah, take. That's, that's the that, whole point yeah, of the film. As a, as, a, as a point of research, it's like, right, we're going to send these people out there to go and find out these things. You know, fair enough. They're not going to come back. It is a big risk. It's a big gamble. But me as a scientist, I know obviously science and tech's progression takes longer than a singular lifetime. And it's bigger than just the person behind the idea. But. A hundred years down the line, someone gets a. Me- you've got to get a message back, or you've got to let them know that you've you've managed to succeed. So that's two hundred years. So two hundred years goes past. Someone comes back and goes, "We've discovered this amazing thing," and all of a sudden, humans have evolved an extra pair of arms, and we can float in space. In two hundred years. Okay, maybe not two hundred <laughs> years, but you get my point. Well, I can't. We've I... got a new set of problems that we're then trying to face because <laughs> imagine that you come back after two hundred years. You've only aged ten. And you land and you're like, I have finally helped you. And everyone just turns around like, who the fuck are you? Well, but yeah, and I think that's... I've got a that's, picture of him in one of my history tablets. I see your point. But if you are sending people in the whole, you know, using Lost in Space as an example, if you're sending someone that it it's, it's a civilization saving mission. So that's not something that gets swept under the rug. That hmm. is... The planet is like that was the whole point of the film is we're building this bridge between Alpha Prime and Earth. This is a planet. This is just something that we have to do. It's not like, oh, we'll forget you in five years. But, Everyone but is working towards that that's point. A, we've got to save civilization. We've got to save civilization. We've got to deal with this stuff. It's probably going to take 200 years, though. So, you know, get a wiggle on. Yeah, but... That's the whole point. There's, there's, there's. You can't get around that. And that's that's also a lot of eggs to put in your basket, considering that Gary Oldman's a bastard in this. Yeah, that's true. No one got back to the office, and where, where's Gary gone? Oh, no. <laughs> I need to watch it again because I don't. I still don't understand why he, there were he bad tries, guys. He tries to sabotage it for some reason or other. Yeah. And then tries to basically drop a doozy on him and then run and he gets stuck on the ship i'm yeah, sure yeah he gets stuck on the ship that's why and i feel like that's yeah because he holds the he's like he calls his boss and it's like i've sabotaged the ship and then his thingy burns up and knocks him out but i think it's very much like his storyline in the fifth element where it's like money you weird yeah i think it is like we're trying to say we're trying to save the universe here or the planet or whatever mm. why are you causing problems why the- well, it's the same reason that it's taken Shell and BP 20-odd years to finally start putting solar panels in their adverts. Because now it's profitable. Because money. Because money. Yep, let's not unlock that door. Yep, let's... I'm, I'm just going to lean my hand gently against it whilst the arms are coming through. Yeah. I'm just going to... I know it's there. Let's, yeah, let's, let's not do that. Okay, right. Well, at 45 minutes, I think it's time um, I go to bed because I felt like shit. Um, so yeah, I'm you sorry. You could quote this... Bo Burnham, but you still haven't seen it. No, nope, don't care for it. Audience members, scratch that one up on your wall. This is now week thirty of Matt refusing to watch it, but mm-hmm. sing the songs from the film. Spider, 
I wouldn't mind, but that one's not even in the actual cut. <laughs> the extras. You've watched the behind the scenes of the scenes you've not watched. I've listened to the behind the scenes. It's different. It's upsetting. Um, but yes, anyway, thank you for listening. If you did, I'm really sorry this episode was shit. Hopefully <laughs> next week will be much better. But yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. Bye. You know what? You do a really good like emo voice at the moment. You think? Yeah. Where are you? I'm so sorry. Wake me up, wake me up at night. Can't wake up. Wake me up at Save me. <laughs> okay, I want that little bit in actually.